Welcome to another episode of The Waiting Room Podcast, where we are preparing God's people for the return of the King. I'm your host, Marquise Trent, and this is... Tracy McLean. And this is The Waiting Room Podcast, where we discuss real life, real situations from a biblical perspective. So, how was your week? My week was awesome. No complaints over here. Word, word. Um, mine was challenging. You know, it's it's been a lot going on, but I know that um, I've been in the waiting room. You know, God has just really been preparing <clears throat> me for the next level of what he has me to do uh, when it comes to my personal destiny and legacy, which is what we're talking about today on this Martin Luther King Day. Yes. You know, um, just jumping right into it, you know, the fact that this man had done things to warrant a and this conversation can go a few places but the <laughs> fact that this man has done enough stuff because you know generally speaking when you when you get a federal holiday right then you or whatever you know the the subject matter or whatever around that day for instance christmas you know, Christmas is a federal holiday. Thanksgiving is a federal holiday. We finally got Juneteenth as a federal holiday. We can talk about that too. But the reality that a person, you know, has got his own federal holiday where they close banks and close libraries and close schools and stuff, that's a big deal. So um, I want to talk a little bit about Dr. King, but not as much about him as y'all that are listening when it comes to your destiny your purpose, and you leaving a legacy. Absolutely. What's your thoughts on that stuff? Um, definitely speaking about your calling um, and where you're led, which all in result is your destiny. Word. Um, and your, the generational things that you leave behind, mm. that part. Word. That's definitely legacy. Um, yeah. You know... We all know Dr. King, you know, for his civil rights movements and the work that he put in. But um, I know you and I were having a conversation uh, offline about a week ago, and you were sharing, you know, some of your thoughts. And I appreciated you sharing that because at the end of the day, one thing that I've seen about life is that as humans in society, we kind of go along with narratives that have always been said kind of without really challenging them and some things should be challenged for the sake of being challenged y'all listen to what i'm saying some things i believe personally should be challenged for the sake of being challenged to check its validity to check you know its integrity and all that and some things you just look into as you're learning or studying you say oh i didn't know that oh oh i didn't know that Ooh, i didn't know that so it's not like you're trying to dismantle what a person has built or what is said. So this is what I'm saying. I don't know if I should use this example, but uh, let's say 9-11. I, I, I'll, just, I'll just throw it out there. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> For, what's that, 2001? For 22 years, America has been led to believe that, you know, we were attacked by, you know, these foreign individuals, uh, which then led us into OIF, which is Operation Iraqi Freedom, and OEF, Operation Enduring Freedom, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, but, you know, for years, there's been a whole lot of people that believe otherwise. We believe it was a inside job. So, you know, they call it conspiracy theorists and ten hat, tenfold people and all that, but when you look at some of the evidence from the videos and the eyewitness uh, encounters that were people that were there, like, oh, no, I heard multiple explosions, this and that. You got to look at it and say, well, Dad, did it really happen the way they said it happened? So it, it would change your whole perspective on life. And I said all that to say, when you said what you said to me about Martin Luther King, in that moment, even though I may have heard it before, my eyes have always been so much more focused on the good he has done on a bigger perspective. So could you share with the people what you had shared with me and let's just talk about it a little bit? Mm, could you 
Tracy on the spots. Yes. Well, um, basically, um, I was speaking about the reason why Dr. Martin Luther King was on the balcony. Um, a lot of people know that he was smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it was him smoking a cigarette after sleeping with a young lady that is not as white. Mm. So, you know, that's where you go smoke the cigarette after mm. sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I'm just so is this an allegedly or like what? What? Uh, so what? Where did you get this information? I mean, you know, we read stuff, we hear stuff, we learn stuff in general. I know sometimes there are smear campaigns where people try to smear people's character, but I also know that people are people. One of my biggest uh, philosophies to date, people are people. He was a man. He was a human. You know, we got flesh. You know, we know as Christians, if we're not disciplining our flesh, if we ain't spending time in God's word, if we ain't praying, if we ain't fasting, if we ain't got accountability, then we're going to show that old nature, you know what I'm saying, right. that the scripture talks about. Right. So, I mean, you know, he was a black man from the South. Hey, you know, <laughs> you know, hey, I, I mean, the reality is, as we talk about men, we talked about men last week, we were talking about men continuously. The reality is that carnal nature of man, of course, women have theirs, you know, Men go after that thing. You know what I'm saying? So, is that something you read? Was that in a documentary? Which, which you? I want to say I actually heard it like all types of places. Read, okay. Reading it. Okay. Um, documentary, like just over over the years, several different things. Mm. My, my thing is, and, and you know, of course, that's not the only time that he cheated. Or okay. But, um. More so, it, stuff was cleaned up. Mm. From my understanding, only because Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King was the government's man. So mm. he was what the government felt that if we can keep him, you know, on the, on the nice road, mm-hmm. not a vigilante, not doing anything that he, they felt threatened with. Wow. Until his following became so big to the point where they know whatever he said. If he said anything, that it was going to change the wow. projection, projection for the race. Whatever he said, we were going to follow. And where you notice when they have a meeting, they have a movie about... Um, you know, when you start more and more nowadays, when you see Martin and um, Malcolm. Malcolm talking, mm. and um, it's a couple of other, uh, Muhammad Ali, you mm-hmm. know, like, it, you start to see all of them talking, and, and they're in the same round trying to change things. And, you know, you start to think, uh-oh, they, they feel threatened, or you always have an inside person yeah, yeah, saying yeah. some information. And so... At the point of him getting killed when he was on the balcony smoking a cigarette, I felt as if, this is my personal thought, I felt as if that was the opportunity that the enemy could get in. So because he was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing anyway, which led him to go out on the balcony and had a a door open for him to be assassinated. Wow. If you're moving when God say move, if you're praying and covering and doing those things, then the Holy Spirit is going to let you know, duh. <laughs> I'm just saying, literally, that's just my thought. Man, look here, man. So that was a lot, and my mind was going a few places, so let's, let me try to. First of all, that reality is, is as such. Like I said, uh-huh. we're men, we're people. Uh, we need Jesus. We need the blood. We need, you know, uh, not to get off on the tangent of people that may practice other religions that are very disciplined, because right. discipline is, is the key um, in what I'm saying, but we'll have that conversation another time. But one of the main... Before you go ahead. Discipline is the key what? Why is discipline? Discipline is the key to success in any area of, of your life, because you have some Muslims that will run circles around the average Christian mm-hmm. with discipline, with fasting, with 
uh, not using foul language with eating with, you know, Muslims, black, black Muslims in America, Nation of Islam folk, uh, are some of that I've seen. Not all of them, of course, because you got the people that want to nitpick on what I'm saying. But them brothers and them sisters, ones that really take their religion and their faith serious are some of the most disciplined people that you will see. Like, right. just it's just what it is. I'm a person, I look at reality and I look at facts. Yes, I believe Christ is the savior of mankind. He's God in human flesh and all this and that. Absolutely, without question. Right. But I'm talking about on earth, walking around, being representatives, the average person that claims Christ and go to church and all that will get showed up by a, a, a strong practicing Muslim. They just would. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you still eating pork? You still doing this? How much of your scripture have you read? You know what I'm saying? What you know about this? They'll just punish the average Christian. So that's my charge for us all that believe in Christ to be full of the word, full of the spirit and power because at yeah. the end of the day, the truth is the truth. Yeah, they might have this show of, but at the end of the day, we believe when we die, we go to heaven. We believe that we can do this and do that, you know, so that's, I don't want to go off on that tangent, but to answer your question, discipline, discipline in your finances, discipline in your health, discipline in your food, discipline on, you know, things of that nature. Discipline is what is going to get you to win in all areas, you know what I'm saying? In your marriage, in your, your finances, in your studies, like us doing this podcast, we got to be disciplined to come and do the work to edit, to put out, you know, we can say we want all, it don't matter what we say. What are we going to do? So yeah. discipline is so key. And the root of discipline is disciple. You know what I'm saying? So you look at a disciple being a disciplined member or follower of their craft or faith. You know what I'm saying? And Nation of Islam got some of the most disciplined people it is. So we got to just do what we got to do as believers. But that's a whole other conversation. But it takes me back to King David. When you talk about that. Yeah. When King David was, um, and y'all follow, because this is all about legacy. This is all about, you know what I'm saying, purpose of destiny. That's what this is about today. We're talking about him because the day we're recording is Martin Luther King Day. But I'm, we're talking about y'all. We're talking about us. One of the most impactful stories in the Bible is when King David slept with Bathsheba. You know what I'm saying? And took the, his... You know, the man, the the army man, the warrior, Uriah, took his wife. You know what I'm saying? We'll call it the setup. This, uh, man, but this, <laughs> because people always talk about this story and it, it's deep. It is deep. It's one of the most, you know, I did a lot of wild, a lot of wild stuff in my day, you know. Right. But I had my own boundaries. And I ain't saying David ain't have his boundaries. Y'all follow me now. But the reality of the flesh the reality of the demonic spirits, the reality of the battle that we fight as humans is real. Like you, it is real. You know, it is real. I tell my children, hey, you can do whatever you want in the world. Anything you want to do, you can do it. I don't care what it is. Just know that you can't choose the consequences. So you can go punch somebody in the face. You can go roll, run over your boss because you're mad. You can go, you can go do it. You can go wild. You can go rob a store, a bank. You can do whatever you want to do. But just know, <laughs> them consequences is right there on the other side. So David, yeah, David, King David, in the scripture, they was out the war, and normally he would be out there. But, hey, and this one of them things, though, because I'm not against rest and relaxation. So people got people kind of put their own, I don't want to say they put their spin on it, but this is my perspective. People say, oh, if he was where he should have been, was he wrong for getting rest? Now, that's a, but generally speaking, he was supposed to be out there in the battle. He usually would be out there in the battle. But this time, he won't. He was chilling. He was at the crib. And he went out on the balcony. <laughs> Ain't that something? He went out on the balcony, yawning. You know what I'm saying? Getting some sun. The balcony. The balcony. And he looked down and he said, the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> he know what I want. 
Lord have mercy. But he was struck by I mean, I whole nother conversation. But I'm sure she was bad. It's just ridiculous. And he was like, man, now watch this, y'all. Fellas, just go for you. Ladies, just go for you. Just go for anybody as a person with power. With power. There's a saying that goes, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And what that means is we have to have accountabilities and checks and balances. We just have to. Because absolute power can corrupt. When you got ain't nobody coming against you, ain't nobody stepping against you, ain't nobody nothing, who going to stop you from doing whatever you want to do? Who going to check you, shawty? So, the king seen that fine woman out there, and he, you know, he said, who is that? Like, oh, that's Uriah. Long story short, he sent this man to the front of the battle, the hottest raging battle, and he died. And he took this woman. Slept with her. She got pregnant the whole nine. And um, it just went downhill from that. What's well, your you, thoughts on that story? Like? The, the biggest thing is understanding this. So I say the setup. The setup. The setup. The setup is always the female. I'm sorry, guys and women. The setup has been the female all the time. Well, well. And it doesn't get any easier. But mm-hmm. the setup was her bathing. And, and it wasn't that she was doing any wrong. Mm-hmm. Because it was, from my understanding, doing studying her time of the month, which they would normally bathe. That's mm-hmm. just that's just my understanding of the study. And so um, when he was <laughs> when he came to the balcony, behold, the sexiest lady of all. Not she's beautiful. Several women he had. Had several, you know, but was it more pleasing because she belonged to someone Ooh, else? More to me that's good. Because she belonged to someone else. I'm glad you brought that up. Go ahead. And then he took it in his own hands to put blood on his own hands. Mm. Of course, God ain't, God is never, and I want y'all to understand this from, like, put this in your head, say it to your friends, say it to your family members. God will never, ever give you anybody else's mate at the time that they're mating with. <laughs> yeah. If you Word. take somebody else's mate, and you can say all day long, okay, God said I'm supposed to be with him. God said, I'm supposed to be with her. That's fine. But if he got somebody or she got somebody, then that means it's not the time yet. Okay? So, but David wanted it all for himself. (sighs) So much so, he was willing to risk (sighs) everything. And he did. Uriah, go fight with Uriah. Go out there. That's deep, man. And he had relations. He had relations with Uriah's wife. Wow. In result, what happened? She became pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now, step in the shame. Oh, man. I got her pregnant as if what do you think was going to happen? Just saying. Trojan was not back then. Only the Trojan horses was coming. But, not the, but what you thought was going to happen? Now I got to send him out to fight again and guess what happens? Uriah dies. That's deep. Frontline, he dead. Guess what? Blood was shed. Not David, King David fighting. King David shed blood by sending Uriah to fight. So that's where him and God had that problem. Tugging. Even though everybody said what? King David is 
the man after God's own heart. And they think, I hope y'all not thinking because he slept with somebody else's wife. That's not why. It's because he repented <clears throat> and didn't do it again. <clears throat> but he lost so much. <clears throat> he was convicted. He was convicted, and not only was he convicted, the child that she was supposed to have did not survive. So was it worth? At the end of the day, the, the wow. lessons are the lessons are the lessons are the lessons. And then not not only to say that, now I'm not, I don't know what King David was thinking, but what if he got into the whole thing and was like, this stuff is just like everybody else's. Mm. Like all the other girls that I dealt with. All the other women. And then she done got <laughs> pregnant. Sheesh. What I'm going to do? I can't tell them. So I'm going to send them on out there. Yeah, yeah. Just just saying, because he got convicted. So about him getting convicted, I'm sure he had a list of things. He was like, man, man, you know. <sighs> The whole, the whole thing about that is just that the balcony just tripped me out. <laughs> I know, right? Don't go on the balcony. That's the key. <laughs> Don't go on the balcony. Now, the, the whole, the being accountable for yourself, that's why you got to stay prayed up. Holy Spirit is going to keep you accountable. And one thing about it, he going to nudge you. He going to tell you, man, you got the choice still not to listen. Mm. But he going to tell you. And so, paying attention to that, when the Holy Spirit speaks, you should listen. Just might save your life. Man. That's, that's so deep. It's, it's so deep. It really is because, again, we're talking about destiny. We're talking about legacy. This man, y'all listen to this. Because this... This what this what blessed me because God qualifies the unqualified. Yeah. As they say. It's true. God qualifies the unqualified, you know. And people say, Oh, I did this, I did that, I did this. Can God use me? Yeah. You know, because the goal and the purpose and the, the practical way this goes is that you yield yourself to him and i know that could be difficult it is difficult let's not play this game because one of the things about me in christianity i've been in the faith for 13 years um really purposefully serving god and i've always had an issue with people making it seem for those that do and a lot do is that it's a cakewalk once you're born again once you save it's just it's just cool like everything is just like that is such a pile of crap when you really think about it, it's the exact opposite. When you think about, this is just my perspectives and my life of, of what I've lived. When you think about spending eternity in heaven, in the new heaven and the new earth, and being able to judge angels and all of these other realities of those that have endured, the scriptures say endure until the end, suffered, them that have suffered with Christ will be exalted with him. Like, when you look at the reality, the Christian, the true Christian life is painful. It, it's painful. Like, and I think when you give people the real and the raw with the tools to get through it, it makes it more bearable. Don't make don't have me thinking, oh, once I get saved, it's cool. Actually, your life might get worse initially because you've crossed over from death into life. You come from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Especially if you got, listen to me closely, especially if you got a big calling on your life. Hear me closely. Everybody has a purpose that God will use uh, them to do and complete. Some people's purposes, uh, from man's standpoint, is bigger. Meaning, you may not be called to a platform to minister to a million people. You may not be called to write books that say millions. You may not be called to rap and be on podcasts and all that, that doesn't mean your purpose is less valuable. This is what I'm saying. Absolutely. That don't mean, oh, well, I ain't on a podcast like them or I ain't speaking to all these people like E.T. or I ain't got 
you know, a church like this person or I ain't doing all, that doesn't mean that your purpose isn't important. I think everybody plays a... a everybody does. That's what the scripture says. Mm -hmm. But the scripture also speaks to the reality of with, and for all intents and purposes, I use this language, greater and lesser. You know, when it speaks to the body, it says we're all members of the same body. You know what I'm saying? The feet, the legs, the hands, the eyes, you know, all of that. But clearly we can see in the scripture, look at the apostle Paul, look how great his ministry was. You know what I'm saying? Look how great. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody has different levels of ministry, but everybody's, everybody's purpose is important in a bigger scheme. And this is why I'm saying that. When I look at, um, what King David did, what do we know him for? We know him for clearly the story we just told. But we also know him more, in my opinion, watch this, y'all. This is what I was saying. I'm going to weave that all together. We know him more for what? Defeating Goliath. You know what I'm saying? He's slanging, I would say slanging rocks. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> he was slanging rocks, but it won't like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was slanging stones, and he defeated a, giant, a literal giant. He also... Uh, kill lions and bears. You know what I'm saying? We also know him being anointed above his brothers. So I said all that to say it doesn't matter the darkness of your past. Once you come into light, God can and will use that to catapult you into your destiny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the preparation that David had in the field Everybody want to rush to the limelight? Trust me, no. <laughs> wait your turn. Wait your time. Get as right and possible. Get get as right, as clean, as pure, as strong as you can in preparation for your purpose. He fought lions. He fought bears. That gave him the courage. One in his God, first and foremost. But also, I do feel I should say he had a level of courage and confidence in himself that he's able to do something. Right. But his ultimate confidence was in the Lord. The Lord is with me. Boom. Now you got this literal giant, amazing warrior, just slaughters men on the battlefield, come, and David like, bro, you straight tripping. Like, I'm ready. Oh, man, you in trouble. You don't even know it. Mm -hmm. So what do, we, what do we know mostly about Dr. King? He <laughs> impacted the world. So although somebody might say, well, yeah, you know, he, the man died because he was on the balcony after sleeping with the young John. It's like, okay, that may be true. That may be true. But should I allow, this is, this is just my perspective of looking at this thing. Should I allow that real life inconsistency in, to taint it? What's your, how do you feel about that? And it doesn't taint my vision. It shows me um, the vulnerability, and it shows me definitely that he is human. Um, it also shows me wow. that you need to be mindful, because the devil is always lurking for his opportunity. Especially if he know you got a big purpose over yeah. your life. And so the, the, the problem is, our, oh, that gift, the free will gift, that problem sometimes um, gets you in a whole lot of whole lot of hot water, and I feel that yo, um, Doctor Martin Luther King, you know, I appreciate all that he has done. Okay, because he made certain choices that limited how far he could go. Mm. <clears throat> That's good. As we said, and well, as you said about the consequences, you can't pick the consequence of your actions. And so I just feel as as if in with David, King David, mm -hmm. he had consequences of his actions. Help us all, Lord. Help us all. And God loved him so much. It's it's crazy because it, it started to take me to um why my mind just went to Esau. But it, 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 it started to take me to how God loved King David so much 
if he hadn't killed Uriah, well, God would have just took him up. You know what I'm saying? But blood was on his hands. And, and back then, it was the blood covenant. So mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? So just saying, well, not saying that he was going to take Dr. Martin Luther King up. God was going to take Dr. Martin Luther King. Just saying he could have went further doing more things, bigger understanding, only, you know, in that, making that choice of whatever the situation was, that one choice where I feel like when you're, when you don't walk with the Lord all the time, Mm -hmm. very close to all the time, that you miss that small, still voice that says, Mm-hmm. Man, that look. <clears throat> this this like stay away from boundaries. It's so real because I've lived a number of instances where um I heard that voice or a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm anybody that follow me for any amount of time know that I'm very spiritual, meaning from a Judeo-Christian, as they say, standpoint. Because a lot of people's birds are, and they believe a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm talking about, I believe in the blood, I believe in demons, I believe in angels, Holy Ghost, devil, all that type of stuff. That spiritual. Okay. And um, I had a real-world situation at one time, life or death. I don't know how much detail I'm getting into this time. But it was a real-world life or death situation where I could have died, like, literally shot and uh and in this split second i heard a voice more internal than external right but it was like go for the door i literally heard it and that was when i went for the door and i'm talking about life or death y'all again i don't really get into in detail this time but it was like a you gonna die negro in the next few moments or minutes and I had an opportunity to go for the door. And I heard a voice say, go for the door. Oh, and yeah. I went for the door. I, I like the way you said that. Because a lot of people say, something said, something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I, I heard it said. again. So I don't know personally if it was an angel. I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit this particular time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know in that moment, this was a life change, a life a, a, a life or death moment, a life or death situation, literal. So when you think of, I'm putting myself in my Dr. King's situation, you know, and it was like, like you said, because it, ah, thank you, Lord. This is so good. He is so good. This is how good God be, man. Like real talk, y'all. Like real, 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 real talk. Even in your mess, even in your sin, even in those moments, because the word of y'all says he's married to the backslap. So even in the moment of sin, y'all, I'm telling y'all what I know, what I've lived over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. He will still show up for you. Can. I don't want to say will. He can. He can do whatever he wants. But there are moments where even in the sin, like even though Dr. King might have been wrong, what was wrong, you know, for whatever he was doing, there could have been a nudge like, don't do that. Go in the bathroom. Anything. You feel me? But he went on the balcony. And that was the moment that he got shot. So the reality of even when we fall, like, that's why, like, I was telling one of my children, like, I, I try to really build my children up in the faith. And I'm like, you know, I want y'all to understand why we worship God. And that's what, before we turn the cameras on, me and Trace, I was just saying, me as a person, I seek to understand. Now, sometimes my analytical understanding ways can slow up God's progress for stuff. But overall, he made me that way to go deeper in concepts and things to break down and redistribute to the people. Because once what I've learned, almost 40, the more you really understand life, the better you can maneuver through it. All right. So I try to teach my children this is why we worship God. And when I think about even when I was wilding out or about to make this choice or make that choice or make this choice or make that choice. You was right there. And you saved me in that. You got me in that. When I'm in handcuffs, 
years and years and years ago. And in that moment, that jump, the situation could have went far left real quick. But God literally got me out of the situation. And I was in sin, y'all. I'm just, I was wrong. And God still stepped in. What you think about that? Well, you know, I never been through that because I'm perfect. <laughs> I just joke. It just made me literally how you were explaining. Was you flashing back to his? Yeah, was, there we go. I was flashing you, back Lord. to things that I went through. And, and thinking how dumb I was. Like, dumbfounded of what could have literally, literally happened to me. Word. Thank you, Lord. And it's just like, God be like, all right, chill, no. And I didn't feel like 
I didn't hate this girl. I didn't. I just said when I saw her on site, on site she got it. Okay. So it wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? But the gun part, it was just like, what in the world just happened? But yet I'm going to finish doing what I can't do. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, just thinking of the point when that God was there with me. And, it, you know, it's been several incidents, incidents that it's been like that. That it's like, okay, God, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Literally, I can look back and I'm here to say today, thank you. Mm. You know, because I wouldn't be here. But I don't even remember if I heard a voice. I probably heard a voice. Anyway, definitely, before I even went there. He probably told me, don't even go. I, I, I want to say that, yeah, <laughs> like, don't even go up there, you know, uh, but, but since you went, since you did this anyway, yeah. I'm going to still give you grace. I'm going to still make sure that, because you got stuff to do. Now, you know, I don't know if you're going <clears> to <throat> keep getting chances. Yeah, that's what I, you took it right out of my mouth. That don't mean you just. Go try. Yeah. yeah. Try, don't try. But see, that's, it was like. <laughs> Literally, what they say, this is a worldly thing. This is not in the Bible, but God take care of baby and fools. I was a fool. Like <laughs> Babies and fools is in the Bible. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> that one is. Oh, okay. Amazingly. Oh, okay. Uh, well, y'all, I'm learning. Hold on. Yeah. I'm gonna, let, me, let me double check. Keep going. But yeah. I remember seeing it like, oh, yeah, but, there's but a I, bunch of babies and fools out here, Jesus. Yeah, because definitely I was a fool. If you really want to, you know what I'm saying, you want to bring it to that. Like, I was a fool at that point. Because who is going to get into somebody else's car, let alone you see the gun? I mean, I don't know if it was even, I think that it, that was something God was doing for both of us, me and that girl. Mm. Like, literally, me and her. Um, I would like to even be able to talk to her to bring that back, see if she remember that. Uh-huh. Cause I don't know, I might not have. She do a she do a lot of speaking herself. So we'll, we'll do the research on that and see yeah. where that where that is. But yeah, you know, um, for your instant, um, like, do you feel like <laughs> was you was you was it out of your control? Was you being a fool, or I mean, what was the scenario? No, but the reality is, or making foolish decisions. But see, and this this go back to what I was saying, y'all, like. It was stuff that had already happened. Okay. Okay. And this was like, basically, it was a, a robbery situation. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I used to do some things back in the day, and this person was coming to rob me. Okay. Never knew him, never seen him, no, none of that. Like, And the way that it ended up happening, long story short, you know, I was in I had a townhouse, I was staying in my townhouse and all this type of stuff. And... He came to try to rob me for what he thought I had, which at one point was the case, but this wasn't the case at this time. I was in the process. Amazingly, I was in the process of change anyway. God was just dealing with my heart. So it's kind of crazy how it all ended up going. Like, I was in the process of changing my life anyway. Um, And long story short, uh, the time came, you know, for him to try to take me upstairs and, you know, Say, well, if you ain't got nothing down here, you must got it upstairs. So we was getting ready to go up the stairs. Now, I'm already in my mind. I'm like, bro, it's middle of the afternoon. Ain't nobody around this joint. Whatever, whatever, whatever. He going to kill me upstairs. Like, all of these thoughts is going through my mind in this moment. I'm like, I ain't got the strap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is a whole nother. Listen, y'all, listen, listen. <laughs> At this time, I ain't had a strap. Yeah, Tracy's, Woo. yeah, Tracy B, yeah. Woo. So, check this out. In my mind, I ain't stupid. I've been in the streets. I know what's going on. I know how this thing go. We search downstairs. You don't find nothing. You want to explore the rest of the place. And I'm like, I already know if I go upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about robberies also, um, y'all the same movies, but like on some real type of stuff. Sometimes when people come to get stuff or take stuff and, and you don't have what they want or more what they want, they can get angry just off the fact that they risking themselves to do this job 
So they get mad and they'll just pop you off GP. They like, you ain't got. They be on demon time. Yeah, they be on real demon time. It's like, oh, you only got this or you ain't got that. And they get mad at you and they shoot you because of that. Uh-huh. So in my mind, I'm like, if I go up these steps, I'm a dad. I'm already, I'm already knowing. I'm already thinking. I'm like, so I got to look for my point. Because everybody, again, everybody different. Everybody talk. It's easy to say what you would do and won't do in a situation to you in certain situations. But in real life situations like that, when somebody got the straight drop on you, like you got to, you got to choose your moments. Like, all right, I'm going to go for this moment. I'm going to go for that moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we go up the steps, even if I get shot, I'm going to have to go for this moment because, I mean, it's just all on the line. So I was waiting for my moment. And this was the moment because the steps is right behind the door. Okay. You know how them apartments in town, how you go. When you walk in, you close the door, the steps right there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, if I go up the steps, I'm going to die. So, I need to figure something out ridiculously fast. And in that moment, that's when I heard it. As we was, I'm in, I'm right in front of him. He like one or two steps behind me. He got like a 40, 45 or something. Hammer already cocked. Listen to me, y'all. This, this is real. Like he was already ready. Like I'm not, I'm not playing. So people can be tough. Y'all can be Bruce Lee or whatever superhero y'all think y'all is. Yeah, whatever. I done been in real side situations on both sides of that jump, and I'm going to just leave it at that. When this person comes with the hammer already cocked, that means they're not playing any games at all. So the hammer was cocked, and I'm like, okay, I got to do something. And in that moment, we finna go up the steps. That's when I heard the voice go for the door. And I grabbed the door handle, and I snatched it open. And that's all I'm going to say. Boom. I lived. I made it. He got away. And um, I was just grateful to God. Like, Did you, did you know him? Did you know I, ain't, I ain't seen this dude to this day. I have not seen him again. I, one, I did not know him. You know, I ain't know him anyway. So I was already like, who, who is this? Like, who is this? Who set him up? Who who gave him the scoop to know that I might get this or that? Like, right. I didn't know this Somebody guy. Knew. Somebody knew it was an inside job in some way, you know, because all it takes is a little, you know, bro keeps, you know what I'm saying? And this and do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he keep, you know what I'm saying? So you can try your journey or whatever, whatever, just be real. Whatever, whatever was said. So that was that moment where I went for the door. I snatched the door open. It was a little tussle. And um, I end up getting up and taking off out the front door. Right. And then he got up. Now, this is why she said demon time. This is real. Um, I end up getting uh, out the front door. I'm talking about, y'all, it's broad daylight. I get out the front door, and um, I start going across the street. You know what I'm saying? Just to get away from the situation. I was like, shoot, let me take off across the street. When he came out and he looked, I... I I'm telling y'all what I know, what I live. He had this look on his face. You so lucky. Mm. He had a look on his face of like, yeah, you lucky. Because you was gone, y'all. Like, yeah. He had a look on his face like, yeah. Like, it was the demon. The demons hate you. Long story short, the demons hate you, demons and this guy. Because he didn't know me. Like, none of that. Like, But he had this look of anger like, mm. and I was just like, Thankful to the Lord, like, well, Lord, thank you for getting me out of that situation, woo 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 But, like you were saying, ultimately, it come down to God's hand being on my life, the purposes and plans that he had for me. And I kind of think it would be one of them situations because it's like, and I'm just keeping it a buck with y'all, it's like, if I had this strap and I did shoot him, how would that end up going? Because, for those that don't know, you know, at that time, you know what I'm saying, having a record and all that, I be, I need to, I be trying to think too how much stuff I should be saying on these jumps. But anyway, at the time having a record, you know what I'm saying, it was a situation. But you, you see what I'm saying? How would that? Put it like this: If I would have shot him, I still would have did some time. Let me just—that's the simple version. If I would have shot him, I still would have did some time. Figure it out, however you want to figure it out, and. It depends on every situation. 
And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of self-defense and all that, but not every shooting situation is justified in the eyes of the law. And sometimes you still may end up getting two, three, four, five, six, seven. It depends. So at the end of the day, go back to what I was saying. Like I tell my people, bro, you can be with whatever, sis, you can be with whatever, you can whatever, whatever. Just always be ready and understanding of the consequences that come with your action. You can be super gangster, you can be whoever you want to be. Just know that consequences come with the lifestyles that we choose to live. End of story. That's that's all I'm going to say. I ain't telling you don't go hard. I ain't telling you do this. I ain't telling you nothing. Just know with a certain lifestyle, whatever that lifestyle, there's choices that come with that. And you got to be willing. I mean, there's consequences that come with that. And you just got to be willing to deal with them, Jones. That's it. That was a lot, but I wanted to paint nah, the picture for people good. to see in the, I'm talking about real world stuff. We ain't talking about, you know, some old jolly, you know, God was with us. Because people are like, oh, God, I don't believe. We was in real life situations in the heat of moments where we could have died. And this God that we believe in, that we uh, believe firmly and really no we don't we pass believing honestly bro. right you know right. we know that this guy loves us we know that this guy showed up in real world situations to protect our lives because we have plans and purposes that he has for us and we're here to leave a legacy now the second part of that is <laughs> whew, once you start realizing <laughs> that he's there then, I don't know. I mean, he gives you grace, but don't be testing him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be testing him. Yeah. Like, once you realize, okay, you got things you need to do, this, that, and the other. Because the enemy, if definitely the enemy be after you on a regular basis, mm -hmm. okay? Because you are walking, you know, breathing, uh, trying to be spread the word of God and let people know, hey, there is a God. This is who you need to follow. Mm -hmm. Jesus is your Savior. Okay? But for some people, like they just they sit there waiting. You own a wall and you own a wall in hell. The hell's most wanted. That's real. And so That's real. this one right here got these. This is the thing. They know more about us than we even know. This is true. So they know what we could we could do. Not, and they might not know how if we can go how much further we can go, but they'll know the basics, stuff that we might not even know. We haven't even touched because we so busy living in the world. And so that's the thing. You just gotta wow. You gotta recognize what God is doing, and, and I'm sure a lot of y'all that's listening to this now it has had situations where oh yeah, God saved my life. God did this. I mean, miraculous. Things. Real talk. You know, um, I literally, I lit, I literally was in a car going to Georgia and my daughter was driving and I told my daughter, I said, stay out the fast lane. I said, just drive over this side. I sort of do a, a, <laughs> a side seat driver, but you know, I mean, young kids go a little too fast and do a little too much. And so it was me, my daughter, um, my son and his girlfriend. And of course, you know, we prayed before we hit the road, you know, covering us with the blood of Jesus and making sure that we make it safely to and from. And literally, my daughter was in the fast lane, meaning there was nowhere else to go, okay? And we were in North Carolina, headed to Georgia. I turned to the right of me and looked into this white truck with this man driving. And he turned to me and looked at me and his face was all disfigured. Hmm. So clearly to me, it was a demon. Just what I see. I mean, it is what it is, guys. He grabbed the wheel to, to ram us. When he tried to ram us, it was like God took his hand and hit that car. <laughs> we was in... At this time, at this point, we was in like um, the four lane lanes in North Carolina, and it was like God hit that car, and you heard his car go boom, 
and slide all the way across the yeah. other other lanes without hitting any other cars. And when when he when the car got hit, now it was no you couldn't see it, but you know what happened. But when he got hit, the man eyes opened up like, <gasps> you know, like wide and like, what in the world? Tracy, were you intoxicated? Never ever intoxicated. <laughs> so I mean, you're telling me this actually happened? It actually happened. It is. It's so many stories that we can just drop that you have experienced and I've experienced. <laughs> and, you know, there's gonna be some wild moments, but hey, they're real. It wow. is what it is, and it's real. I'm not here to dispute with nobody wow. anything about it because I know what it is, and it is what it is. It's the truth. Wow. And so, at the end of the day, I knew that that was God. I didn't know if it was the hand of God or if it was an angel, but whatever it was, it took him it across. Yeah, and I got four witnesses. <laughs> no, I mean, three witnesses with it and me to, to say what happened. Like, literally, I saw that man's face disfigured. And so that meant to me, but I that's something that happened all my life, but that meant to me that I could see the demon in a person. Wow. This is this is big stuff, y'all. We get ready to bring this episode to a close, but you know, again, I'm I'm awakened to the spiritual realities. I know it's real. I believe her. I don't got to play this game. Um, but I know there are many people that haven't so writing my one of my first books um really helped me to be careful making blanket statements okay you know what i'm saying we like to say like girls all men is dogs and dudes are all girls is, is you know what i'm saying all that like so writing my first book really helped me with that okay because as a authority figure as a public figure as a person of you know I, I'm careful about what I say because I know the impact of that. Like, it's just what it is. Right. So, at least from what I've heard, at least from what I've seen, at least from what I've experienced, a lot of people disbelieve these types of stories and realities of these truths. Now, myself, having seen angels personally on more than one occasion, uh, well, whatever, I'm going to just say, having seen angels, having cast demons out of people and myself, I know this realm is real. Having seen, having had prophetic dreams that manifest almost to the absolute T. Absolutely. You know, having prophesied and spoken stuff myself and had it manifest over people's lives. Like, I mean... Then your stories, my people's story, other stories, like, we got stories for days, man, like, real talk. I'm fully aware. And then you look at the reality of what the Bible is saying and look at our lives. So it's like, I believe her. I ain't had to be there. I ain't got to try to, you know what I'm saying? I believe these things happen. So, again, our goal at the waiting room is to prepare people for the return of the king. One of the biggest things I believe from what I've experienced and what I've seen a lot of Christians need to step their spiritual understanding and spiritual reality game up. Okay. Yeah. I believe sometimes, sometimes it be the Christian. I'm not coming for y'all in a way to, you know, but open rebuke is better than secret love type of deal. Sometimes some of these Christians or people that say they serve Christ really be finding difficulty in believing moves of God. It's like, shout out. This is, this is, if if you really believe that you serve an all pre, uh, uh, omniscient, meaning all knowing, omnipresent, everywhere at the same time, all powerful God who literally created everything, why then do you have difficulty believing that He can manipulate matter, that He can do the things that we both just said, it, like? If he, who he say he is to you, why do you doubt, like, grow up in your faith, like, Absolutely. grow up yeah. in your beliefs? This sister telling you, she won't serve a God. You won't serve a God at this time, right? What? Well, you went to go beat the girl up. Oh, no. All right, so she was in her flesh and just on a mission. When I see her, it's on site. 
for y'all to be in the streets and then where y'all to on site meeting. Loving God, but not serving, serving him. Word. So she was she was uh on on a mission, jumped in the car. You know what I'm saying? Jumped in the car, which to me was crazy. But she was on her blast. She was on her mission. So again, that's why I said, well, that I don't want to make it about that. She was she was like, I don't care what's going on, I'm gonna get her. Shawty whipped out the pistol. She pulled out the gun. Cause she was scared. And 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 I get that. You whip you, you know y'all already in some beef. And this little firecracker jumping your whip with no regards, man, shoot. I don't know what she on. She reached for the pistol, she pulled it out, pointed to her, and pulled the trigger. And Tracy said the gun literally disassembled in her hand. That is amazing. Every time I hear the story, I'd be like, wow, I believe it. But that don't mean it's not less cool. That's what people got to realize. The reality of the supernatural and miracle is the point it's supposed to wow you. Like, bro, the joke came apart. Like, I, I, you know what? That's amazing, man. It's funny because this came in my spirit just now. <laughs> God was probably saying, this girl always doing stupid stuff. I told her I need her to live because she got stuff to do. That's him taking like the gun apart. Like taking the gun apart in the midst of that. Like you just made it. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta save her again. Cause she ain't getting it. I believe that. <laughs> so as we bring this to a close, we wanna we want you all to know. Again, let's let's recap. We bless God for Martin Luther King and the stuff he did. Cause I don't wanna I don't want to make this one of those conspiracy conversations. We can yeah. talk about that at another it time. Was, this was, ain't about that. Yeah, it wasn't. But because, you know, I, you know, that's my, yeah, because, you know, leaders, because, you know, the reality of every time, and I'm going to say it, the reality of every time a black leader is raised up for the black people, they are always taken out. We've seen that historically. Well, we allow it to be. And at the end of the day, if you're thinking of anything, if you're moving as a Christian, if whatever faith, people are human. And so we do have human error. Our flesh is weak. And because of that, he was weak. And we have our, uh-oh. Yeah, let's, let's, let's touch on that next time. Because that's another conversation. Because this is what I was going to say to that. And I, I'm going I'm to I'm move on from that. We've seen on a historical level how when things are brought about, even from us, within and again y'all i'm not making this a black and white thing but just listen to what i'm saying because we'll talk you know there's one human race you know what i'm saying but the reality of the differences of culture and ethnic background we'll talk about that another time but this is this is why i said that whenever there was something built even from blacks to uplift us as a people it was always dismantled Look at Tulsa, Oklahoma, blown off the map. Y'all Negroes go over there, we don't want nothing to do with y'all. As soon as we went over there and thrived in the area, they literally bombed the joint and blew it off the map. Look at uh, look at the guy. This is a little deeper than that, but he was a black man. The dude who made the machine that draw the water, draw the water out the air, and made clean water and stuff, and they they messed it up and all that. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Anyway, I just want to say this. We're not going to talk about that this time, but we'll, bring, we'll come back around to that. Ultimately, what, I, what we were talking about is if the Lord allowed your spirit to come from above in this time, you have a purpose. I don't know what it is. It is up to you to find out what it is. You might be an author to write books. You might be a coach to coach people. You might be a pulpit minister. You might be an evangelist in the streets. You might be, you know, a daycare uh, owner to bless children. You might be a teacher. Like I've said, everybody's job ain't for the Lord ain't glitz and glamour. You might be a school teacher, which is very needed, which should have more pay, which is a whole nother conversation, to be there to pour into these children that are going through all of the trauma that they're going through. And God wants to reach them and touch them because uh, as we see from the scriptures, when a lot of the older folk died off, God raised up a new generation and the Lord wants to raise up a new generation. So 
I encourage you from our conversation today to really begin to see God. Even if you're a non-believer, if you don't believe that Christ Jesus is God, if you don't believe that, if you got hurt in the church, whatever, I'm encouraging you. I really believe this. If you humble yourself, because it always comes down to the humility. I firmly, personally believe if you truly humble yourself, you ain't coming with all this, you're going to show yourself to be in a... No, you tripping. If you say, you know what? I don't know if you're real. And even when I did believe you for a while, I hated you because you allowed me to be molested. You let my mama uh, get beat by her boyfriend and baby dad and my grandma dad. Like, a lot of people hate God and angry with God for a lot of situations, and I get it. I truly believe if you humble yourself in that moment and say, but I really want to know at least if you're real. Lord Jesus Christ, if you are real, please reveal yourself to me because I want to know. I firmly believe, I'm almost certain, if you do that with a humble heart, he's going to show himself to you. I don't know how. I don't know when. But the scripture says, and God always honors his word, the Lord says, it is not my will that any should perish. Perish meaning die eternally. But they all come into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you say with anger in your heart, with bitterness in your heart, because God takes you and cleans you up. You ain't got to come clean. You come dirty and filthy, and he does the cleaning work. You can be mad. You can be bitter. You can be a hatred. You can be crying. You can be high. You can be drunk. You can be whatever you're going to be and say, I just want to know if you're real. I've been searching and searching and searching. I'm seeing a bunch of crap, but I want to know for myself, if you're real, Lord God, reveal yourself unto me. And I wholeheartedly believe that he will show up either in a dream. You might just stumble across a, 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 a scripture message. You might stumble across this podcast or another podcast yeah. or somebody's story that's going to speak to your heart of hearts, the core of your being. And you're going to know without question. I don't care what your mama say, your daddy say, your uncle say, the people on the corner say. I don't care what nobody say. You know that you humbled yourself. You know you asked God to show you. Yeah. And he'll do it, man. What you think, sis? I definitely agree. I definitely agree. So seek the Lord, find out your purpose, and, and just give your whole self into fulfilling that calling mm -hmm. to do what God called you to do. That's it. This is our special episode on legacy and destiny, and we pray that you was blessed by it. So tune in to the Waiting Room Podcast. We got our regular episode dropping also, so we did two for the day. But tune in every Monday to The Waiting Room Podcast where we are preparing people for the return of the king. <laughs> also, please, please share. Yes, thank you. Um, follow us on all social media, The Waiting Room. Um, and soon our website will be great. For sure. And, and, and good and ready. Um, yeah, do that and... DM us if you, you know, you got something to talk about and you want to come on our show. Word. So we look forward to speaking to y'all and look, look forward to y'all listening to us. Word. So, and that's in Jesus' name, you know. Give them a hand clap. Hey. <laughs> All right. Yeah, bless.